Yeah. Yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear this. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help the saints understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleeper but a drink. Faith without works is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Slackers don't get fed. Huh, yeah. Jesus said, he who puts his hands to the palm looks back the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the trenches five minutes and you're about ready to quit. I ain't mad at you. I'm just hitting you with the real. <laughs> if you died for me and I was still tripping, now how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This here's deep, huh? Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but you're stuck at trying to reach huh? But after him who's able to possess your father's by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now the point is this prophesied way back in the day. Choir, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate. always start off the show uh, with, uh, I guess, um, 
I don't know. I'm giving you the floor, you know, to talk a little bit about who you are. And then I'll jump in with the questions, and then we're going to play some of your music, and then we're going to find out all about Remus Tucker and the Remus Tucker band today. That sounds good to me. So, Remus, um, I understand that you came from a a family of uh, musicians. Uh, Yeah, my family, uh, you know, they weren't um, professionals or anything, but, uh, you know, when I was a kid, the thing that people did, uh, we didn't have much money, so we sat around and we uh, sang songs and played music. Uh, My dad would get out his banjo or dulcimer, and we'd sit there and sing, uh, oh, Johnny Cash, uh, Hank Williams, and just a whole bunch of other other old timies, and uh, just do that for our our evening after we got done uh, eating our meal. And uh, that just kind of stuck with me. Um, I've always had a love of music and a love of performing. And uh, my brother actually was a, a great guitarist um, and just kind of stuck with it. And, uh, you know, here I am today uh, doing what I absolutely love. What is a dulcimer for our listeners that don't really know what that is? Uh, dulcimer is, a, is an old, old-time uh, instrument that you basically lay on your lap and you have a, a stick in one hand and thick in the other, and uh, you basically slide the, the stick up and down the strings and uh, strumming the, the dulcimer, uh, making the notes. So it's uh, it's a real old uh, Appalachian type of, uh, of an instrument. Okay, we'll see. I'm sure you I'm sure you just educated a whole bunch of our listeners because I was trying to think, what is that myself? Yeah, <laughs> you don't see it much anymore. But yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, anybody could pick up and just start playing a tune. So what is your what is your favorite instrument? Oh man. Uh that's hard to nail down. Um love the harmonica, I love playing guitar. Uh you know, the thing I, I really love doing is singing. So that's kind of uh, my my best instrument right there. But uh yeah, I like to sing with most anything. Um I've got uh, I like to play the mandolin. I I play mandolin on stage sometimes once in a while when I when I feel the the urge to, but uh but yeah, I think my voice is probably the the thing that I really love doing most because uh, I feel like it's the most expressive for me. Hmm. When was uh, what, how were you the first time you really stepped out? I know you're doing your thing with your family. Um, what was the first time you stepped out in in public? Oh man, first time was probably uh, I think I was like uh, 16. Uh, went to audition for this uh, this hair band, you know. Uh, and they uh, they you know let me kind of sit in and do a few things there and uh, they said yeah you know I could I could hang out with them and play with them so I uh, just kept doing it ever since jumping around to different uh, genres and stuff and uh, yeah eventually found my feet and started pushing uh, everything else and here I am now doing the Remus Tucker band and it's been a wild ride. <laughs> so when. When you first entered into this uh, entertainment music business, has it panned out to be everything that you thought it would be, or, or can you tell us a little bit some of about your trials and tribulations so far? Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, the music industry is not what it used to be. Um, it's it's a lot more open to people. So if there are people out there that have uh, talent, uh, they can just get out there and, and, and do it. But when I was coming up. It was not like that. Uh, 
you know, you could go out and play and you could go out and, and perform and stuff like that, and people would just pat you on the head and say, oh, you know, good job. But uh, actually getting into the industry was not that easy. Um, and you, you had to really kind of travel and hit a lot of uh, a lot of places for people to know who you were. Um, and that's kind of the thing that I, I found uh, when I was just starting out is that, you know, I could play all over the place um, and people would forget your name, uh, you know, from one second to the next because, yeah, you're just a local guy and, and stuff like that. Um, but then once people start to, to get to know you, then you get that following. But uh, record record industry um, was a little close. And not, not that it's not close now, but... Uh, do you feel do you feel like that was because of the internet? Do you think the internet had a lot to do with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, once the internet uh, kind of hit and we had all these uh these sharing sites out there. Uh, you know, MySpace came up and every musician I knew uh who could carry a tune was on MySpace. And so, yeah, the internet has really kind of blown the lid off of it and then with the streaming stations out there now, um it's incredible. Uh, Pandora, Spotify, you know, uh, iTunes, Apple Music, Google, uh, all of these different uh, places that people can put their music and hit a much wider audience. But it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of deceiving a little bit uh, because once you get your stuff out there, uh, people may hear it, they may find it, they may not. So you've got to really kind of still hit the road like in the old days to kind of get people to to figure out who you are and to come and check you out. But but still, you have a much wider uh, area of distribution and audience than you did back in the old days. Right. I'm glad you kind of touched on that now because I came from that era as well uh, when they had, you know, record stores and one-stops and uh, it would take a week and a half to get a record from here to, you know, across the pond and stuff, and now you can do it in less than 30 seconds. And um, even though you got these different platforms today where you can put, you know, the music on, you know, like just like you mentioned, but if don't nobody know about you, it still doesn't really mean anything, you know. So you still got to exactly. get out there. Uh, <laughs> you still got to get out there and stomp them streets, you know what I mean? And I remember back in the day, I don't know if you ever did this, you know, because uh, people always call me and want to know if I can get them a job, you know, can you, can you get me a gig somewhere, you know. And I'm like, well... It's a little difficult if don't nobody know you, you know. So you really got to increase your your market share before you can start asking somebody to pay you. And then I asked them this question too, Reams. I say, well, who would you pay to go see that you don't know? And then then they start scratching their head, right? I say, well, it's the same thing for you. I say, because I remember back, it was back in the day, I used to have to pay a club to let my band or my group perform, you know, and once, you know, they got to kicking up some dust, I'd have to do it no more, but we call that prime in the pump. Exactly, exactly, and, you know, that, and that's the thing, you know, back in the day when I was, when I was doing, you know, doing the, the hair bands, metal bands, stuff like that, <clears throat> this is back in the, you know, the 80s and stuff, Um, yeah, nobody wanted to hear you, unless you wanted to play like, you know, somebody's private party or you wanted to play like a high school or something like that, but if you wanted to go and play in a, in a good club, uh, you better either have have made some waves out there, or open up your pocketbook and be willing to pay for the stage. <laughs> you know that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're a serious artist, you do what you got to do because once you get up there and bring it, you know you don't have to do that anymore. And the fact that you were up there, you probably get hit for two or three other gigs 
just because you did that. So it all works out in the end, you know. Absolutely. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of the thing that uh, that you find. You know, a lot of a lot of promoters and a lot of people, you know, booking other other clubs. You know, they're hanging out there seeing what the new talent is. You know, and, and if you're up there putting your your money down and and you're terrible, well, <laughs> you know, nobody's gonna want to talk to you. But yeah, I mean, I, I back in the day, just getting people calling you up saying, hey, saw you at such and such, and you know, let's get you to this club and see what we can do. Um, and yeah, that that carried on for quite some time. And uh, you know, nowadays um, it's easier to get to get gigs, but it's not easy any easier to get paid. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> that is so very true. So very very true. Any other thing I must just speak on real quickly and get your opinion on this, and then we can jump on something else. And we're speaking on the internet for our listeners, you know, because a lot of people don't realize because of the shift and it is so many things out there to listen to. Um, you know, it's important that everybody really do they due diligence and understand this is the music business. It's not the music play. And the way A&R departments work, you know, the first thing they're going to want to look at, you know, they want to look at your social networking situation. They look at your likes and they look at all that stuff and see how active you are. And then if that's impressive to them, then they'll listen to music. Back in the old days, they didn't have that, so they didn't have no choice but to listen to your music first. But see, now they don't do that. They try to see what everybody else is thinking about you first, you know, before they even give you the opportunity to even hear what you're doing. So, um, yeah, it's important to have. Well, it actually, and, and oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And that's interesting you mentioned that because yeah, yeah, because uh, you know there there are a lot of uh, PR companies out there that do uh, social networking strictly for musicians. You know, uh, they're out there hitting the books because it takes a a lot of of effort. Uh, people don't realize. You know, they think, oh, the internet just put your music out there and and you know you'll become famous. Like, no, nah, you you got to really get people interested and you got to get people wanting to uh, to listen to your music and share it and all that stuff. Um, because, yeah, record labels, AR people, AR people, they just don't want to have to do that. I mean, they want to make sure that you've got a following first before they even give you a chance. And and that's kind of like where you, you – that's the first step in, in the music industry is get your social media up, <laughs> you know, get people t- talking about you. <laughs> yeah. That 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 it is so 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 very important now, and I guess that's uh, I don't know. I guess the millennials uh, don't really have too much uh, problem with that because a lot of them are more computer literate than should I say a lot of the uh, old school artists that had to really um, you know reeducate themselves. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, you know, I think with uh, like people, even people like uh, Robert Plant and stuff like that, you know, they're out there. They're, they've got a pretty good social, uh, you know, footprint. Um, and I remember when David Bowie started getting into a lot of the, the technical stuff, uh, a lot of the online stuff, a lot of computer stuff. Um, people thought he was kind of crazy, but yeah, he was a visionary, and he he knew what was coming down. Yes, yes, I, I like David Bowie a lot. Well, uh, Remus, you want to talk about your band? No, let's do this. Let's do this. <clears throat> let's play one of your songs, man, and we'll get back in with. Chop it up a little bit more. We have Lonely Mile queued up for you, real quick here. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, Lonely Mile. Uh, that is basically a song that uh, that I wrote after a long night uh, playing a club, and came home and I'm like, this is just, <laughs> you know, do I really want to do this as a living? 
Uh, so I figured I would tell people my experience uh, of the road, and this is what, it, what it's like, and this song kind of is that. It's telling everybody what it's like. All righty then. Everybody, you know what I like to say. Turn the air conditioner up, let the windows down, and put your ear on this. This is Remus Tucker, y'all. Lonely Mile. in the dark broke a needle where the music starts How the language gets high with the rest of the band Whispered secrets so mad
Mile, Ramus Tucker, y'all. That was great, man. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Who's doing the guitar work on there? Uh, That is my guitarist, Tommy. uh, Tommy Williams and uh, Jimmy Clinton's doing the other guitar work on there. Um, They're on. They do uh, the stage with me, and they are some good friends of mine. And Tommy is just a shredder. He's a blistering guitarist. Tell you what. His work, man, it's fantastic, man. I really like that. Who would you? Who would yeah, you? That's one thing. Uh, it's, uh, compa- kinda... oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say Let's that I, I searched. Um, okay, I searched hard and long for Tommy, and uh, when I found him, uh, he brought kind of a a little bit of a harder uh, edge to the whole thing, and, and it was just a perfect fit. Mm. How many? How many members in your band? Uh, there are four other other than me, so five members total. So we got two guitars, bass, and drums, and me. All right, yeah, you guys definitely got that sound. So let me ask you this one. Out there on the planet, who would you say you, your sound is similar to, if anyone at all? Oh, man, uh <clears throat> You know, it's kind of a little mixture of, uh, of a bunch of uh, different people, because um, you know my uh, my influences are, are many. So um, I would say probably uh, Blackberry Smoke uh, mixed with a little bit of Leonard Skinner, uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, maybe even a little bit of Zeppelin thrown in, because I do have that kind of a hard edge to uh, to the vocals a little bit. So uh, so yeah, um, I think it's, it's a mixture of, of different sounds, which kind of makes it a little unique. So. Right, right, definitely that, definitely that. If uh, uh, if you could uh, uh, rock the stage with anybody out there, who would it be? Oh man, uh, that's that's a good question. Um, and this might sound kind of funny, uh, doing you know since I'm doing uh, you know this type of music and stuff, but um, I would love to share the stage with Robert Plant. Uh, I met him many years ago. Uh, I, I was basically just kind of hanging around on tour with uh, Betty Levette who is a, another amazing, amazing performer. Um, and uh, I met him backstage, and uh, I was there watching watching his show, and, you know, he is uh, an amazing person. And I would just, I would love, love to do something with him, and I'd love to even share the stage with Betty, uh, just because she's a fantastic vocalist and just an amazing person in general. Oh, that always helps. <laughs> Absolutely. That part always helps. Well, in your songwriting, uh, 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 Remus, what do you draw your, your um, I guess your, your, um, I guess when I got lost for words, okay, when you, where do you draw your inspiration from? I mean, is it based from uh, your personal experiences or, or how did your songs come to you? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it, it is basically uh, my personal experience. Uh, you know, if I if I come up with a melody, it's because I'm I've been through something and I just I just had to write it down. You know, uh, somebody else comes up with a melody that touches something uh, that's happened in my life. Uh, the words just flow. But but yeah, it's it's from my uh, my own experiences um, through life and and what I've been through because uh, I've been around a long time and and uh, you know I've lived a lot and I've done a lot of things. Some good, some not so good. 
and uh, you know, so I can pull on a lot of that and and put it down, uh, kind of share with people. And you know, my experience is kind of like everybody else's. You know, I'm not unique, and uh, I just uh, have the ability to take and put it down so uh, people can can kind of live that and hear that, uh, knowing that you know they're not alone. And you know, human condition is a is an interesting thing, and you know, being able to put it down <clears throat> on paper and uh, and record it is is incredible. So, yeah, from my experiences, um, just living life, man. That's that's where I get it. Yeah, and I think that's where I guess that's the soul right there. You know, you can't talk about something if you haven't experienced it, can you? I, I guess that's not exactly true. Absolutely, I hear people do that every day. <laughs> hey, look, I hear people well, talk yeah, about right, yeah. every well, day. They come out of side they neck. <laughs> Exactly, and it's like you haven't lived that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, and it's funny. You know, it's funny when somebody does that to a person that really, really know. I mean, <laughs> that's all bad. Yeah, I know, and, and you know that's why I like like the old blues um, performers and stuff because. Uh, you know, they just, they've been there, they've lived it, and they're putting this stuff down, and you're like, yeah, that's that's where it is. And, uh, you know, even some of the old, uh, the old uh, you know, bluegrass stuff, it's like, you guys have lived this stuff, you know, you're putting down what you've experienced. And, and yeah, yeah, you get some somebody out there who has lived maybe 18 years, and they start singing about their trials and tribulations, and it's like, mm, honey, you ain't there yet. <laughs> so <laughs> You ain't been through nothing yet. Just wait, just wait. So, <laughs> tell me, what what else do you do when you're not doing music? Oh man, uh, well, I uh, music is is my life. But you know, I do get out and do stuff. Um, I live on a small little farm up in the the mountains of Colorado, and so I've got chickens and stuff. Um, I like to to head out in the hills, I go hunting and stuff like that, and sometimes just hang out in the in the mountains for for a while, you know. Um, but, uh, when I'm not doing that, I'm, I'm always doing music because that is my love. I mean, that's my life, right? So that, everything is kind of wrapped around that. But when I'm out there doing my own thing, out there in the mountains and stuff, um, I'm always thinking about, you know, what could I write about this? You know, what could I, what kind of song could I write about this? So the wheels are always turning. Right. I seem like outside like that, man, you should get a lot of inspiration, man. A lot of things come to you because a lot of people really don't slow up to even have that experience. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the, the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that they they think they can just sit in a, in a room and, and, you know, put something down. It's like, well, that's fine, um, but get out there, you know, see what's going on and, and kind of – draw your inspiration from everything, you know, and uh, like when I'm doing shows, uh, you know, I'm talking to people. I'm I'm out there finding out what's going on with people, you know, what what is life? And uh, and that's, you know, that's where a lot of the stuff uh, comes from. But, but yeah, you know, I, I do like to blow off a little bit of steam sometimes. And, and so getting out in the mountains, man, that's that just kind of cleanses my soul. You didn't mention fishing, though. You know why? <clears throat> because fishing in Colorado is an art, and I am just not that artful with it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got these guys out there. Oh, you got these guys out there with you know with thousands of dollars of, of fly fishing equipment and just doing that that stuff in the rivers. It's like it's beautiful to watch, but I'm too clumsy. <laughs> That's funny. 
people really, really love their music, and they will pick up a, a group or an artist, and they will run with that group or artist uh, just because they yeah. are so devoted and dedicated to it. So, yeah, absolutely, and especially like Australia. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff playing down there, and uh, the DJs down there are just going crazy with it, and they are loving it. So, yeah, the, they are just fantastic. Man, that is so great, man. I'm definitely, definitely glad to hear that. But I got something else queued up for you, man, um, south of uh, New Orleans, and I don't know why I'm thinking about uh, uh, crawfish and stuff. You know, yeah, uh, I spent some time down there uh, in New Orleans, man. I tell you what, um, I gained 50 pounds just <laughs> just as soon as I hit the city. <laughs> the food is incredible, you know. The food's incredible. The people are amazing. You just can't beat it. You know, if anybody gets a chance to go and spend some time in, in New Orleans uh, and all Louisiana, um, do it because you will never look at the world the same again, especially food. Yeah, just the music scene is awesome, too. They got some great musicians come out of there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That You go down there and... It's kind of, you kind of get afraid to, to play because there, there's somebody sitting over there who can just blow you away. <laughs> and they do it so effort, effortly, effortlessly, you know what I mean? I know, I know. They just pull it out and it's like, oh, no, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Remus, here we go. South of New Orleans, everybody. Let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, put your ear on this. This is south of New Orleans.
south of New Orleans, the Remus Tucker Band, everybody. That, that song, another great that, one, that song's a lot of fun to play. I know. I was just picturing. I was just picturing you guys on the stage doing that. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the songs that um, we used to uh, close the night out with. That uh, then we started closing out and going the mile. But it's one of my favorite songs to sing because it just it gets me worked up. I could see how. We definitely see me want to get the energy, get the energy pumping. Remus, I had a question for you, man, that was like uh, kicking around inside my brain, so I'm going to have to get it out. Um, what would you tell, uh, what advice would you give any other uh, up-and-coming artist that's trying to do what you're doing? Oh, man, uh, don't don't let anybody tell you to cut your hair. Don't let anybody tell you to uh, stop playing music and just keep beating the bushes and do what you love because I tell you what, uh, you know, even if it's only you that loves it right now, you may hit just right, and people will just fall in love with you. Because, you know, there, there are so many people out there in this world, uh, you know, billions and billions of people who probably want to hear your music. So don't be discouraged. Just keep doing it. Keep, uh, you know, keep on the Internet. Keep doing videos. Keep doing your social media. Uh, keep writing. Keep playing. Keep keep creating. Because, I mean, that's what makes the world go around. Uh, creating something unique and wonderful that can touch people's hearts and souls that's important. So we need art. We need music. So don't ever stop. Wow, very well put. Very well spoken. And also remember, nothing beats a failure but a try. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, if you never try, you'll never know. And it's always going to be in the back of your mind, so try. Definitely, definitely that. Remus, we're going to put honky-tonk and rock and roll on them. What you think? You know what? That sounds good. I like that song, too. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, you know the drill. Let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ears on this one. Boy, this is Remus Tucker's band, and honky-tonk and rock and roll. I like the name. like the sound of that.
Remus Tucker, man. Remus, while we got the attention, man, we're going to run uh, another one right back on him before he gets a chance to sit down. Sounds How's good that? to me, man. Yeah, this is your love cuts, everybody. Remus Tucker Band.
Okay, your girl Miss Drama Ganza, mm-hmm, check. Lip gloss, check. Mascara, check. I am Indy with the homie K Diddy, check, check. You listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby, and I love you for it. Mwah. Yes, we're back today with our guest, Remus Tucker from the Remus Tucker Band, and another great, great song, man. Really love your music. Thanks, man. That's kind of one of my swingy ones that I love to pull out there once in a while. Yeah, we definitely got definitely got some great songs, man. And I'm going to be looking for you to come down toward the West Coast here. You know, we are actually talking about that. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go out a little east first, and then we'll kind of make our way back. So, uh, so yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, we got a new single that we just released called "Come On," so we're gonna be going out there pushing that as well. And so, yeah, we got a lot lot in the lot in the work. So, yeah, we were looking for that. My assistant said we didn't have that one, so I would have played it. Oh, that's all well, right. Maybe, well, yeah, I've talked to my yeah. Well, well, yeah, well maybe next time you. Yeah, next time you come through, you get to bring it for us. But listen, man, we're down to the last minute or so of the show, man. Tell everybody where they can go get with you, man, where they can get your music. Uh, they can get us on Spotify, uh, Pandora, uh, Apple Music, iTunes, uh, Google Play. Uh, they can check out our stuff on RemusTucker.com, uh, all over the place. You can check us out. Just do a Google search on Remus Tucker, and it comes right up. So, yeah. Come out there, join us on the airways, and come see us when we play in your town. Absolutely. Fantastic, man. And I want to thank you very much for taking time out to come chat with us and let us know a little bit more about you for the ones that don't know. Now they know, so they have no excuse, man. And keep up what you're doing, man. And I know that there's great things in store for you and your band. Thank you, Lamont. I really appreciate it, man. I tell you, when we come out to the West, um, I will be looking for you uh, come back and kind of hang out with us yep we'll be there i'll definitely definitely be there man and come back through with that song as well absolutely absolutely thanks man i appreciate it all right everybody remus tucker if you miss this part of the show uh any part of the show it'll be available worldwide in about two minutes so you don't have no excuse ask your mama ask your daddy ask your neighbor ask the garden across the street where he hears it so you don't have no excuse not to hear it all right all right great stuff great show love you guys and we'll be back next thank week you. same time yes yes thank you too so come back and see us next week same time everybody i am indy right here this is Sweetie Love coming to you live in total bliss. You are listening to the best of I Am Envy on Blog Talk Radio with your host, K. Diddy. Ciao. Without your touch, I've been lost.